guys. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And we are the Chicks in Charge, and we are so excited to bring you Matt Raymond with Bowtie Solutions to the stage today. Hi, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's everybody going? We're good. We're good. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. You've got some big things coming up right now. We're, we're heading into NADA right now as we speak next week. And then right after that, we have by appointment only in New Jersey. That's yeah. huge. You Two almost back to back. It's almost a little hectic, isn't it? Especially with how big NADA is. I know the chaos. Yeah. It, it also uh, going to New Jersey in February where it's nice and cold, like it's 70 degrees today. So, oh yeah, you're, you're where the weather's nice. Oh, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> nice and warm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we just had this awful freeze spell go through like in the past two weeks where it was like in the negative nine, negative 20. Missouri like, does not know what it's doing. We no. were negative nine one day and back in the, the above the freezing day. the next day. <laughs> so in case any of our listeners um, don't know who you are, aren't familiar with Bowtie, um, give them a little bit of an intro and tell us about you and how you came to be where you are. Yeah, so I have been in automotive now for 13 years, and I started at a dealership in Northeast PA, but I kind of stumbled into that job. So I had a prior career in law enforcement. I left that. I was engaged. Uh, my wife lived in Pennsylvania. I said, let me move down there. Let me see what's out there. Um, I had gone to the private sector, so I was looking to kind of stay in the private world of investigations and stuff. And I said, well, until I find something, let me just sell cars. <laughs> So like everybody, I stumbled into a dealership and figured I'd just sell cars for a little bit. And uh, I think for the first 10 months, I was like, I'm going to quit next month. I'm going to quit next month. And just kept selling cars and having fun. Uh, but a lot of it was just selling from BDC to like cradle to grave type of situation. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I ended up promoted to the BDC manager and eventually taken over the marketing department and all that. And Kristen Dillard from Team Auto Group reached out and said, Hey, want to come work for me down in North Carolina? And we had a snowstorm in Pennsylvania. We had lost power for a week. And I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient timing. Right. So, yeah. So packed up my wife and kids and we moved to North Carolina and the rest was history. So uh, five years at team and then inside a team, we had put together uh, some technology uh, where we were able to help in increase CSI for our dealerships on the service side. And I realized the automotive industry could really use this because we were able to customize a lot of things and to really make it as though we're right in every dealership without being in every dealership. So January last year, we got an LLC and I broke off and started to run Bowtie Solutions. And that's where we've been ever since. Um, I was telling Kristen the other day, I was all excited. We didn't know this was kind of coming at the time, but I was all excited because I was like, oh yeah, I've already got you know seven clients and I'm ready to go. And so when we broke off, it was like, well, no, we're not moving the team source yet. And I was like, oh. Why wouldn't you? And so the whole thing was is to go out and get our own clients. So it just became, you know, reaching in my Rolodex and calling people I knew. And a couple of people reached out to me. They known who I was. And so we got Bowtie up and running in stores. And then we started with a, a dealer group that gave us one, uh, one of their franchises. And we started on mobile recalls for them. And we set 726 appointments for the month for them. Wow. And, uh, and of, of course, that ended up scheduling out through the months. Um, when they, they were on pace to do, you know, uh, say 118 for the year if they had projected out. Um, and they're on pace to do over 700,000 
you know, with putting that in place. Wow, that's so, impressive. That's yes. the only sales pitch you wow. need, Mike. <laughs> well, that was a big thing. And I was like, wow, there's really something to this. So to give you an idea, like I was looking at numbers the other day. We're not even through January yet. We've already made over 24,000 outbound calls for clients wow. along with text messaging on top of that. Um, and it's just trending up. Uh, you know, we've added nine, nine dealerships in the last week and a half um, and, uh, you know, onboarded them. It's, it's just it's exciting and it's something I'm passionate about because I believe in one, the customer experience, but also dealerships being able to like let everybody do what they're hired to do. Right. Like the problem with automotive is, and you know, this Shasta, like when you get in your BDC manager, all of a sudden the BDC manager becomes like the person that has to paint the walls, take out the trash, do marketing. And then if maybe somebody needs their dog walked in the service lounge, like you're the dog walker, it doesn't matter. Right. They just keep giving it to the BDC. Yeah. And, and no other company does that. Like your local uh, restaurant, you know, the, the guy that takes out the trash and does the dishes is the take out the trash and does the dishes guy. Like they don't ask him to go in and start cooking a meal. Right. And the, and the head chef doesn't get asked to go out and start seating. And I know somebody's going to comment on this. Well, I'm the, I was the head chef and I did it. But generally speaking, like yeah. you're not going to, you know, CIA or Johnson and Wales to take out trash. You go there because you're expert in your field. Right. And so that's that's what I want a bow tie to be for dealerships. Is let us be the expert in your service BDC world. We're not trying to tell you how to do your job. We're asking you where can we help. Mm -hmm. And then when they plug us in, all of a sudden their advisors feel like the weight lifted off their shoulder from having to answer the phones. Service managers feel the weight lifted off their shoulders of trying to figure out how they're going to keep the manufacturer happy by going through, you know, 2,000 customers that are on a manifest list. It, it, we just work for them. Um, so yeah, I kind of went on a tirade, but that's us in a nutshell. <laughs> no, that's that's why we love you, Matt. You're right. amazing. You, <laughs> and you you're are so an passionate. expert in your field. Yeah, you're so passionate about what you do. And that's, I think, the difference maker. And honestly, it was just right now that I learned that you only started this January of last year because right. it wasn't that much long after that we started hearing your name and hearing about Bowtie. And that never happens with new startups. Like I had no idea. Yeah, you don't get a name out there in the industry that freaking quick. I mean, it probably took us seven to eight years before we were oh, finally sure. something that was like, you know, constantly recommended. And so to have that starting, um, starting your operation with that much, um, I, I don't know, popularity is not the right word, but credibility even, yeah. um, where you're getting recommended all over LinkedIn and Facebook. I mean, that's, that's nothing to, to be shy about. Right. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I just, uh, I just believe in being a good human and working with people. So. And that's the most important thing because that's what the dealers are looking for. They're right. tired of dealing with the, the, sorry for our French, shit bags um, that are out there in the business that are only trying to turn a buck. And and there's a few good people left that are truly interested in actually helping the operations. Right. And you just got to sort through the shit sometimes to find them. I agree. Well, and that was one of the reasons we picked our name, Bowtie Solutions. Obviously, Kristen, when she had started up her dealerships, you know, she started in a Chevy store. So kind of got the Bowtie idea from that. Plus, Bowtie um, has this it's not inclusive to automotive, right? We don't have dealer this or car this or auto that. Right. It, 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 I can take this company and I can grow it even outside of automotive. And then we came up with the title solutions because I want to be a solution for dealers, right? The last thing they need is another vendor. I want to be a partner and I want to work on finding solutions to help them grow their business. Exactly. And that's, that. that's what's needed. Um, you know, we, you were talking a little bit about some of the um, campaigns that you've started running in this month already making 24,000 outbound phone calls. I feel like if anybody can respect that, it's me. Right. <laughs> like, another right behind this wall outsourced BDC solution that we, we're tracking calls and text messages all day long. But I want to know, um, and you know, a lot of people may not know this, and it's not like something that is talked about out there. 
um, you know, we share a mutual software. What what do you think has been the six the additional success of having sweet relish in your pocket um, as that opposed to if you question. So it, it's really about partnerships, right? I mean, it's about leveraging technology and working with people um, in in the partnerships. And so there's it's no different than you know you can go out and hire Mitel, you can go out and hire Cisco, you can hire all those phone companies. The problem is is that it, it comes down to a partnership, it comes down to a relationship, but also comes down to process. And so I'm a huge process oriented person. Um, you know, it's people always ask me why I never wanted to buy my own dealership. Why didn't you want to be a general manager? It's just, it's not my personality. Like I understand putting processes in place to make things flow smoother. And at the end of the day, like when we put our processes in place, we just help dealerships print money. And that's the key to it all. Mm -hmm. It's all about being a team with your dealerships. It's not necessarily about just getting their business. It's how can we mesh with your team? How can we be, how can we display that teamwork together and make this succeed together? Correct. I mean, I, I know you like football, uh, Shasta, and like to use that analogy with, uh, you know, knowing your place, right? There was a year where Tom Brady was playing, I think it was the Eagles, and he went, Tom Brady went out for a pass and he missed it. And then Carson Wentz goes out for the same pass and makes it, scores a touchdown. And it results in a Super Bowl win for one team that I'd like not to mention. But that being said, it, it, he was Tom Brady was never designed to be a wide receiver. He right. was designed to be a quarterback and, you know, the best quarterback out there. And so it's the same thing with dealerships, right? Find the people that are the best in their area and let them excel it instead of trying to take the person that's the BDC manager and all of a sudden make them be a manager. Or take your, you know, listen, people that can walk those deals and that are sales managers, there's a, there's a, um, what's the word, a skill set to that. So, so don't take them and make them get on the phone if they don't want to be on the yeah, phone. Exactly. Right. Now, you two have a really big event coming up in New we Jersey, do. right? We do. I really want to hear more about that, and I'm sure that our listeners do too. Yeah. So we have, um, if, if by chance by now our listeners haven't heard, which they should have, but um, so the huge event in February the 1st, all BDC immersion event, which is by appointment, by appointment only. You and I happen to both be speaking at it, which is super exciting to touch the sales and service side um, and teach BDRs, BDC managers more about um, the connection between sales and service and how they could be missing the boat by not even um, touching their service customers. What What's kind of your main takeaway that you want attendees to have from from your session at that event yeah absolutely so i'm excited about it the fact that anthony put this together because you see so many conferences that are designed around marketing and bdc and crm and everything rolled into one right but he's just like hey this is 100 sales service bdc and the best of the best um conversations happening so the big takeaway for me is heavy lifting um, and so, so many dealerships, especially for me that I talk to, and I know you guys handle the sales side is that dealerships will always tell me, pardon the way I say this, but I've got a girl or I've got a guy, right? Nope. I got a person. Well, who's answering your phones? Oh, our receptionist. What's your reception do when she's not answering? Oh, she cashiers, you know? And so at the end of the day, there's, they'd like to pretend that they have somebody that can go through and make those calls, those manifest calls, retention calls, the recalls, whatever it might be but they're just not able to do it at the speed that we can do it. So for example, um, our average agent can pull between 200 and 250 calls a day. And with service, it's a little different than sales. It's a numbers game on our end, right? The more people we, we reach out to, the more chances we have to get a hold of people and schedule those appointments. And I mean, I've got a year's worth of data inside of Bowtie and you know, we spent about a year building this in the team side, same data, you know? And so when I look at that data, it's almost identical, you know, 
month after month and year after year. So we know like when we come to the table with a certain number of customers, we know roughly where that's going to fall. Now, dealerships do a really good job of updating the data. And by that, I mean, hey, welcome in for service. Is this current your current phone number? Is this your current email address? And do that proper work. Then we find a higher um, appointment rate on those customers versus just getting a list that is saying, hey, we haven't talked to these people in seven years. Can you reach out to them? Do you ever see um, one of the things that I would imagine just, you know, being familiar with, with fixed ops rate, that was a, not a word, fixed <laughs> operations, which I guess is just fixed ops, whatever, um, that it over, it, um, a really solid good campaign can overwhelm the service department. And that's something that I think a lot of service managers, GMs don't foresee moving into that is that, oh my God, we're going to have more appointments than we even know what to do with. Yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. So when we do the recalls, we sit with their teams and we t ask them how many recalls they'd like for a day. Um, and so that helps us to figure out, you know, that we're not over, because the worst thing we can do is take all these recall appointments and overload their entire service drive every day. And they're not even able to do oil changes. And now all of a sudden those customers are defecting. Mm -hmm. um, one, one of the studies that came out recently was Forbes magazine said that when people call into a dealership to schedule a service appointment, if you don't answer that call, 80% of them will defect somewhere else. So we see a lot of dealers, and I don't remember if we talked about this in the beginning or this was after we went live, but um, we see a lot of dealers that will hire us just to handle their overflow BDC for when their service department misses it. And I've sat down with a dealer or dealers and said, how many calls do you expect us to get? We had one group, they gave us two stores, and they said, you're probably looking at about 400 calls a month. Awesome. We sat down the first month, we did 1,200 calls that they missed and set 295 wow. appointments. Wow. Next Next month was 1,300 calls, right around the same number of appointments. I mean, if you do the math, 95, you know, 80% defecting on that, that's 200 and roughly 35, I think was the number I came up with, of people that are going to defect somewhere else, right? And if your average RO is, let's go real low, let's say it's 100 bucks or 200 bucks, I mean, you know, now you're looking at 25 to $50,000 that just walked out the door because you didn't have somebody answer Ow. the phones. Oh my God. And that's so powerful for dealers to know and like, so often they get so they get so uh, they decide to show up and work on the roof now. So. Oh, of course, no. Um, they get so stuck on the variable variable off side of things that they don't even realize the money they could be missing over there. That's that is insane numbers that you could be losing by just not answering the phone. And and we we've talked about this. Like we do uh, one auto group that we take their their overflow um, service calls. And it was before we had, you know, we'd met with you. And now we we always recommend everybody to you. Always. We don't want to be on the, the fixed stop side of things. Um, but for that store alone, I mean, there's days where we schedule 20 to 40 appointments just on overflow. And they have an entire because they've got five rooftops. They've got an entire service BDC and they think they're probably set. That's nuts. I mean, think of how many dealerships, auto groups are out there that they think, oh, I've got two to three people that that's their only job. So there's no way they're missing any calls that you don't realize just how much money is slipping through the cracks and nobody's tracking it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to apologize. Like I thought they were gone for the day, but they're back and they're drilling into the roof. So it's okay. That's it's, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're exactly right. And you know, it, it, it's just math, right? And if dealers sit down and look at the math and see what they could spend to have somebody answer the overflow versus, you know, missing calls, what they would, you know, what they're losing out on. And, you know, and we're able to provide a report too, that tells them how many calls were unique. Yeah. Um, and we also send over emails that tell them if it's a transfer TO status check. So now your managers are analyzing the data saying, wait, how many status checks are we getting? Why are we getting so many? Why are we not calling people back? And listen, I 
I can't imagine some days being an advisor and having 20 people stacked up and yep. you're trying to get back to them and you've got people following up with it. I get it. But like by us handling the phone call, letting them know somebody will call them back, they, the customer appreciates that and the dealership feels the weight lifted off their advisor's yep. shoulders. Right. Well, and that's probably important for them to know, too, to know when they're ready to hire another advisor. So, you know, if we're getting more of these appointments in for recalls, we're scheduling more oil changes because you've got that overflow service. That means that you're automatically going to have more people walking in the doors mm -hmm. of your service department, which then means that you're down to, you know, um, so many customers per advisor. At some point, they probably are going to get overwhelmed and you're going to need to look to potentially hire another advisor, which is a good problem to have. But unless you see those numbers and see just how many customers aren't getting those status checks, you wouldn't know. That's exactly it. And like, you know, even with recalls and like we're doing a lot with dealers with mobile recalls right now, and we work with them to break down their zones so that their drivers also aren't going all over the place. So it's all about creating efficiencies for the service department because the more efficient they are, the more money they're going to make. It's I worked for UPS when I left law enforcement, I went to work for UPS. Um, with the goal in mind that I wanted to work in their fraud department. And so one of the things that we had looked at at UPS was their whole thing is if the wheels aren't moving, we're not making money, right? So if the wrenches aren't turning, we're not making money. The last thing they need is a car just sitting on a lift or nobody showing up in the first drive. Right. Yeah. No, and that, that makes sense. And offering that solution to them um, with the reporting that I know you guys have, um, is a no-brainer. And the fact that it costs less than what most dealerships realize, they think that it, you know, it'd be cheaper if I just, you know, added more staff in-house. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. That's not, that's not always the case because, um, you know, you guys are able to offer more hours. You have a backup solution. If somebody calls in sick for the day, where if one of their staff members calls in sick or goes for a week or anything along those lines, we've got a solution that's going to cover you no matter the cost. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a big thing for us is that, you know, like you were talking about, we, for us, we like to act as an extension of a dealership's arm. And so, you know, not listen, it's it's not easy staffing for a BDC. You know it, I know it, and dealers out there know it. And every time I get in a conversation with a dealer, they're like, I'm going to do it on my own. And it's like, man, you need at least two to three people to run a good service BDC, no matter your size. And then if you get bigger, you need more people, right? At three people with what the economy is right now and probably you have to pay to get some good quality people. I mean, we work on hiring A-list people and I would assume dealers want to do the same thing. And so now that, I can't stand these guys are drilling the roof. <laughs> and now you're looking at, you know, the cost. I mean, you're looking at what, eight, ten, twelve thousand dollars a month plus bonuses to run a call center. And then you've got to deal with sick calls, vacation time. And it's just, it's just the nature of the beast, right? Hiring, firing, firing. training, oh, days. oh my gosh, the benefits. Oh my gosh. It's never ending. Yeah. And, and, and what I said this to somebody the other day, what do dealerships do that they do well? They sell cars and they service cars. Don't yep. be a call center, you know, let, let the, let the people that just deal with that day in and day out be the call center solutions for them. And this is a hard pitch for Bowtie, but at the end of the day, like, that, that, that's what I believe. And, and so I was talking to a group the other day and they said, if you were a GM in a store right now, would you hire you? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, they're like, I feel like you're not being biased. And I'm like, no, I, cause I've built a sales BDC and a service BDC yeah. inside of dealer, you know, dealerships. And the thing with that is, is I know everything that goes into it. Right. And all it just goes as a line item on their sheet that they're, they're that they're paying and then all this other stuff and what they end up, losing out on is what is this actually really costing me? Whereas like for us, we come in with our pricing and we've gone to the point now 
maybe it's my years on retail, where we just have fixed pricing based upon tiers. And it's just much easier for a dealer to look at and figure out. And then from there, we adjust after three months seeing where they're at. And so for a dealer to go, oh, I run fixed ops. Here's my fixed ops cost to run my call center. This is great. Versus, you know, you have somebody that calls out for three days and you need somebody to cover. Now you've just paid, you know, 32 hours of overtime or whatever it might be. And, and you have those fluctuating costs. Right. What would you say for a dealership that knows that they have more, um, more room in their service department for, you know, those recall appointments for, um, for just some additional traffic, where is the best place to start when looking at a solution like yours to outsource their service, um, BDC, whether that's, you know, the overflow calls or, um, a recall list, what is the best starting point that you recommend? Yeah. So for me, I would always tell dealers, Hey, before you hire us to be your full service BDC, we'd love it. But usually you have somebody in place. Let us just go to work doing your heavy lifting. Give us those lists that you don't have time to get through. And any dealer that says they're getting through them all, that's cool. But are you doing, like we usually do one text message and two phone calls for every single customer record, right? So are you doing that for every single customer record? Because it takes multiple touch points. I mean, we see it all the time in the data. And, you know, I one of my big things I'll do is I work with our BDM and we'll go through and audit calls and see if we notice patterns and trends with stuff. And a lot of times we'll see that we we made the text message, we made the phone call, and then they text back after listening to the voicemail, yeah. which is kind of unique, right? Because the text message says what the voicemail says, and I think it just puts some um, uh, affirmation behind what we're saying. Right. Well, Absolutely. in the multiple touch points, so, I mean, we know nowadays, because it happens to us too, just how many companies are being really good at matching your local area right. code when they want to hit you with some scam or it's bill collectors or whatever the heck it is that if you don't recognize the number you're not answering because and it's a pain in the ass god knows who's who's this is oh yeah um and so the not just the missed call or the voicemail because people are getting you know to the point where they're not listening to voicemails yep. either and by people i mean me <laughs> so <laughs> that's i'm speaking from experience here but um you know if then that number texts me i'll be like okay so they actually are trying to get a hold of me it's not just some auto dialer right. scam thing um and the text message is so much of the important piece of that that i think i, I would i would be willing to bet that a service manager um would say that 90 percent of the time they're not texting these people they're trying to get recalls out right of. Correct. And so, you know, for us, I mean, you guys know, but we do, you know, we do the text message, we do the phone call and we always buy that local number. So we're not calling from an 800 number. And then when the customer, if they were to miss the call and call back, every line's labeled so that we're talking to the customer as an extension of the dealership's team. We don't answer the phone like service. You know, we answer the phone with, thank you for calling ABC Motors of, you know, nowhere, Nebraska or wherever it might be. So. Right. And the good thing is, and one of the, the things that I love about, about getting to talk with you about this is because we have that, that shared software with Sweet Relish, that um, the ease of it and how much they automate um, some of that difficult stuff, like registering the phone number so oh, they yeah. never pop up as spam, you know, tracking all of the inbound numbers, their reporting is so transparent Stellar. and offers such a good service that you can then give back to the dealers. Um, I think for us, the, the transition to them just as a few short months ago was such a paramount piece. Um, and I imagine it's the same way in service since you guys can, you know, shoot that text message out ahead of time and then follow it up with a phone call. Do you think that that, that has been paramount for you? It has been. Um, you know, I, you guys have seen my posts on LinkedIn and stuff where I always put the AI and then actual individuals. But, you know, we bring to to the table that human element that 
people, I believe, when they call service, still want. Um, and so kind of go back to what you were saying, you know, we have that text message that goes out, but we also have that voice that goes out. Absolutely. And I, t I told the dealers last week, I was up talking to them, and I said, listen, when that grandmother calls in, she's on her way to get to her grandson's graduation, it's three hours away, and her car won't start. Like, I know there's a lot of AI solutions out there, and they're probably really good for a lot of things. But then there's real humans out there that can be empathetic and that can get yeah. on the phone and understand. And that, like I, like I said, we set up PO workflows for their team. There's a heat case. We can put it in the notes and stuff. We, and those managers, like I met with a dealer uh, this earlier this week. He's like, man, I read every message that comes over from you guys because you guys don't just give us junk. You give us real life stuff. Right. So can you imagine saying, hey, I've got a grandmother on the phone. She's trying to get to her kid's graduation in two days. She went out. Her car won't start up. Is there, this, The schedule is full, but is there anything you can do? And they can pick up the phone and be like, hey, we're going to send our mobile unit right out right now and come yeah. to find out it's just a battery and we move on. Right. But now she thinks that the dealership's the greatest people in the world and she gets to see her kid and it's a grandkid and it's awesome. Right. Yeah. 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 Those are the those are the stories that you're like, oh, my God, why did I not sign up with you last yep. year? And that's it's so important to have that level of customer service. I know. So, Matt, I know that we are getting ready to head into NADA right now. But, of course, by the time we talk about this, by the time this goes live, NADA will be passed. You guys are going to be immediately going into by appointment only on February 20th in New Jersey. What's after that for you? So there's a really good fixed ops conference coming up for anybody that's in the North Carolina, South Carolina region. Uh, it's down in Myrtle Beach. So you're near the beach. Woohoo! It's it's March. So it's probably warm enough that you can bring your kid if you want and let them swim in the water. Um, but it's going to be down there, and it's a two-day event, March 21st, 22nd, I believe is what it is off the top of my head. Um, and it's going to be held down there. It's tarhealedfixedops.com uh, should be the website. And it's just going to be everything fixed ops. There's going to be a ton of different vendors there. We'll be there. We'll be talking about our solution and what we offer. Um, and for us, it's cool because we have a lot of dealerships in the new uh, North Carolina, um, South Carolina region. So we'll get to see them. That's super awesome. Where can our listeners reach out to you to either get more information on Bowtie, meet up with you? What? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you our web address. It's bowtieautosolutions.com. And they can reach out to me on my cell phone. They can shoot me a text or call. It's 570-517-9331. I'm writing this down like I don't have it on my phone. I know. I was like, why are you writing that? <laughs> no, we will. And we'll list that all in the, in the description on the show as well. So everybody will have access to that for you. Awesome. Matt, we really, really appreciate you coming on the show. It has been a wonderful episode, even with the guys on the roof, you know, making all the extra noise. It just made it that much more fun. Absolutely. Um, I think this is an important conversation that um, even, even with you guys being so new to the market, the amount of times I hear your name here, the name of Bowtie, oh and how highly recommended you come, your your recommendations speak for you. So I want to share that goodness with um, all of our listeners and anybody who may listen in, in the coming months um, to what potential they have with their fixed operations. Absolutely. There is not another solution that I would recommend other than Bowtie. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, so much. All right, guys, without further ado, we will go ahead and wrap it up in a world where you can be anything, be kind, because you don't know what other people are going through or what battles they are facing in life. So while out in the world this week, remember to light it up. I am Jess. I'm Shasta. And that's Matt. And we are the Chicks in Charge. Have a great day, everybody.